Movie Bar Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I'm your host, John, and the bar is now open. Welcome to episode number 11, Friday the 13th. Today is May 13th, 2022. Actually, it's Friday the 13th, and this episode will drop on Sunday, May 15th, 2022. Today we are going to cover the entire Friday the 13th franchise. But first, let's get into upcoming movies. Um, Released this Friday was Downtown Abbey, A New Era. That seems to be it on the theater front. As for upcoming Blu-rays for Tuesday, May 17th, uh, Licorice Pizza is coming to Blu-ray. The Craft is coming to 4K. Femme Fatale is coming to Blu-ray. Infinite is coming to 4K. And the Batman 4 movie collection, the original Batman, Batman Returns, Batman and Robin, and whatever the other one was. I can't remember at this time. Um... They're coming to 4K as well. Uh, As for streaming, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers will be coming out on the 20th on Disney Plus with John Milani as Chip, Andy Samberg as Dale. Uh, The Valet is coming to Hulu. Um, The synopsis for that is uh, movie star Olivia faces a PR disaster when a paparazzi snaps a photo of her with her married lover Vincent, the hard-working valet Antonio accidentally appears in the same photo and is enlisted to pose as Olivia's new boyfriend as a cover-up. Uh, Eugenia Derbez as Antonio, Samara Weaving as Olivia Allen, and Betsy Brandit as Catherine Rice. Um, this week, I've watched several movies. I watched Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home 2 with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, and then Daddy's Home 2 has Mel Gibson and John Lithgow as Wahlberg and Farrell's parents, uh, fathers. Uh, I find both movies very entertaining, very funny. I also watched Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg, where him and his wife adopt three kids. The kids are hilarious. I watched the Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects. In House of a Thousand Corpses and Halloween, the Rob Zombie one from 2007. Also, The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Um, getting ready in the next couple weeks, we're going to do a uh, Firefly trilogy um, that will cover The Devil's Reject and House of a Thousand Corpses as well as Three from Hell. So, just kind of prepping for that. Uh, for news. Uh, Scream 6 is bringing back four survivors of the 2022 movie. It'll be bringing back Jenna Ortega, which I'm sure Kyle is excited for, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, and Melissa Barrera. So it'll be interesting to see how these characters react in the new one. A A live action Masters of the Universe movie. Directors gave a filming update. Director Adam Nee said should be coming in the next year. Um, 20th Century Studios announced The First Omen, which will be a prequel to The Omen. Director 
Arkasha Stevenson will be making her feature directorial debut. Reports deadline. She has also helmed every single episode of Sci-Fi's Channel Zero Butcher's Block. Stevenson will also handle the rewrite along with writing partner Tim Smith. Smith is set to executive produce with Phantom 4 producing. Uh, Shark Attack sequel, The Reef Stocked, swims to Shudder this summer. RLJE Films and Shudder have acquired the North American rights to the sequel, The Reef uh, Stocked, and it will be released in theaters on digital VOD and streaming on Shudder on July 22nd. July 29th, 2022. Uh, it is written and directed by Andrew Truckee, Black uh, from Blackwater as a follow-up to his 2010 film The Reef. Uh, the Reef stalked stars Teresa Lane from Vampire Diaries and Trong from Cowboy Be- Bebop. Shakai Seska Archer from Boshak. Kate Lister from Clickbait, and Tim Ross from Wonderland. Uh, The Toxic Avenger is getting a remake, and it is rated R for strong gore and brief graphic nudity. The Toxic Avenger is coming back to life with a brand new movie from Legendary Entertainment with Macon Blair from I Don't Feel at Home in the World Anymore in Green Room, directing the fresh take on the trauma classic. A trauma movie just isn't a trauma movie unless it's rated R. And the good news here is the Blaze Toxic Avenger is definitely rated R. It is rated R for strong violence, gore, language throughout, sexual references, and brief graphic nudity. It has also been announced that Devin Sawa will be returning to Chucky Season 2 as a new character. Despite him denying it, not once but twice, um... Sawa played twins Logan and Lucas Wheeler in the first season, both meeting their device. But he will return to play a new character in the season two on the USA sci fi show. Dee Snyder is directing a new movie this year. It was back in 1998 that rock legend Dee Snyder wrote and starred in the horror movie Strangeland, which has become something of a cult hit here in the horror world. Snyder played villain Captain Howdy in the John Piplow directed horror movie, a sedatist, a sedatist specializing in body modification rituals who lures a teenage victims through the internet. All these years later, D. Snyder revealed on Twitter the other night that he is getting ready to make a brand new horror movie, both writing and directing the mysterious project. Snyder tweets. You want to talk about a major distraction? My next scary movie I, I wrote and I'm directing is greenlit and starts production in four weeks. Um, it's also been announced that uh, Hayden Panettiere returns to Scream 6, joining the newest installment of the franchise, and she will be reprising her role as Kirby Reed from Scream 4. Be interesting to see how they tie all these worlds together again. Um, a simple favor sequel is in the works. Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick are set to return a sequel to the 2018 black comedy thriller. A simple favor is in the works at Amazon and Lionsgate. Both Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick are set to reprise their roles. Hmm. Um, Henry Rankler is set to release his memoirs in 2024. 
Celadon Books announced Wednesday that it has a deal with Winkler to tell his life story. I mean, that guy has been around for decades. It'll be interesting. Definitely be an interesting read. read. Uh, James Wan is producing a horror movie, Rabbit, 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 for Paramount. Pitches. Um, the pitch comes from Melanie Toast, who wrote the script, and James Wan is on board to produce for his Atomic Monster label. Deadline notes, project details are under wraps, but the project is based on a horror short story by Juliana Baggett. Brendan Deenan and Juliana Baggett will executive produce. Uh, Blumhouse slasher comedy Totally Killer will travel back in time to 1987. Prime Video and Blumhouse Television announced the upcoming slasher comedy horror Totally Killer, which comes from Amazon Studios and Blumhouse. Um, the film is a continuation of the deal forged by the two companies in 2019 and will star... Kiernan Shipka from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Mad Men, Olivia Holt from Cruel Summer, Julie Bowen from Modern Family and Life of the Party, Randall Park, uh, Always Be My Maybe and Fresh Off the Boat, Nanenchikan Khan from Always Be My Maybe, Young Rock and Don, Don Wong is directing and Jen D'Angelo penned the screenplay based on the original script by David Madelon and Sasha Pearl Robber. Principal photography begins today, oh, well this was a few days ago in Vancouver. So that sounds interesting and fun. See how they look at the 80s. So I say it's now time for the main topic. So we're going to break down each film. I'm going to give some, the cast, synopsis, release date, and then some facts about the movie. And I tried to get a body count for every movie, so we'll see how this plays out. Okay, the first movie we're going to discuss is, of course, the original, Friday the 13th. It was released on May 9th, 1980, and was directed by Sean S. Cunningham. The synopsis is, in 1957, a young boy named Jason drowns in a lake near Camp Crystal Lake. The next year, two counselors are murdered. In 1980, a descendant of the original owners... A descendant of the original owners reopens the Camp Crystal Lake with some counselors' help. The counselors get killed, one by one, by a mysterious person. Could it be Jason out for revenge? Um, the, the cast, uh, Betsy Palmer as Mrs. Voorhees. Adriana King as Alice, Harry Crosby as Bill, Janine Taylor as Marcy, Laurie Bartram as Brenda, Kevin Bacon as Jack, Mark Nelson as Ned, Robbie Morgan as Annie, Peter Brower as Steve Christie, Rex Everhart as the truck driver, Ron Carroll as Sergeant Tierney, Walt Gorney as Crazy Ralph, Willie Adams as Barry, Deborah S. Hayes as Claudette, Sally Ann Golden as Sandy, and Ari Lehman as Jason. Uh, the film made $39,754,601 and only had a budget of 550000 
While most of the cast and crew stayed at local hotels during filming, some of the most dedicated, including Tom Savini and Tasso N. Starkus, stayed at the actual campsite. They had Savini's Betamax VCR in only a couple of movies, such as Barbella from 1968, Marathon Man 1976, on videotape to keep themselves entertained each night so they would watch one. To this day, Savini says he can recite those movies by heart. Composer Harry Manfredi has said that contrary to popular belief, the famous in the film score is actually and is meant to resemble Jason's scene in which Pamela Voorhees suffers from schizophrenia and chants, get her mommy, kill her. Manfredi created the effect by speaking the syllables ke and ma into a microphone, running it through a delay effect. The body count for this movie was 11, including the real snake. That was interesting about the... I always thought it was the other way. But you learn something new. Uh, the next movie was Friday the 13th Part 2 and it was released on May 1st, 1981 and was directed by Steve Miner. Five years after the event of the first film, the summer camp next to the infamous Camp Crystal Lake is preparing to open, but the legend of Jason is weighing heavily on the proceedings. The cast for Part 2 was Amy Steele as Jenny Field, John Fury as Paul Holt, Adrian King returned as Alice Hardy, Steve Daskowitz as Jason Voorhees, Warrington Gillette as Jason Voorhees Unmasked, Stu Cherno as Ted Bowen, Lauren Marie Taylor as Vicki Perry, Marta Cobra as Sandra Deer, Tom McBride as Mark Jarvis, Bill Randolph as Jeff Dansbury, Kristen Baker as Terry McCarthy, Russell Todd as Scott Cheney, Walt Gorney as Crazy Ralph, and Betsy Palmer as Pamela Voorhees, Jack Marks as Deputy Winslow, and Cliff Cudney as Max. The first Jason movie, first Jason scene in the movie is a shot of Jason's legs walking across the street towards Alice's house. This is the only time in the series was played by a woman. Ellen Luter, the film's costume designer. Jason in the film is dressed to look exactly the same as the hooded burlap sack killer from the movie The Town That Dreaded Sun Sundown that came out in 1976. The only difference is the burlap sack that he wears has only one eye hole, and his shirt was a slightly different plaid design. The body count for part two is nine plus one character presumed dead, but it's unconfirmed. If you count the bodies from the dream sequence, recapping the end of the first one, you can add three more to the count, which would bring your total count to 12. The next movie in the series, Friday the 13th Part 3, was released on August 13th, 1982, and was directed again by Steve Miner. Jason Voorhees stalks a group of friends who had just arrived to spend the weekend at a cabin near Crystal Lake. The cast for this one was Dana Kimmel as Chris Higgins, Paul Kratka as Rick, 
Tracy Savage as Debbie, Jeffrey Rogers as Andy, Catherine Parks as Vera Sanchez, Larry Zerna as Shelley, Richard Broker as Jason Voorhees, David Cadams as Chuck Girth, Richard Howard as Chili Jackson, Nick Savage as Ali, Gloria Charles as Fox, Kevin O'Brien as Loco, Cherry Magwins as Ender, Edna Hockett, Steve Suskin as Harold Hockett, Perla Walter as Mrs. Sanchez, David Wiley as Abel, Betsy Palmer as Pamela Voorhees again, Amy Steele, and John Fury, each returned as Ginny and Paul respectively, and Steve Dash played Jason. This was the first of the Friday the 13th films to use the iconic hockey match, which has been in every sequel since. To prevent the plot from being leaked, the production company used a fake title, Crystal Japan, after David Bowie's song. This began an on-again, off-again tradition of giving Friday the 13th films David Bowie songs titles as during filming. The film actually takes place on the day after the events of Friday the 13th Part 2 from 1981, making it Saturday the 14th, while the beginning takes place on the evening of Saturday the 14th when the store owner and his wife are killed. The majority of the film takes place over the following day, making it actually Sunday the 15th. This film was released on Friday the 13th. The film made $36,985,000. $36,985,198 with a budget of $4 million. It was also shot in 3D, which is available if you buy the Blu-ray DVD. The um, Scream Factory set actually has the real 3D that you can use on you know high-def TVs. And the body count for this movie was 12 people. The next movie in the series was Friday the 13th, The Final Chapter. It was released on April 13th, 1984, and was directed by Joseph Zito. After being announced dead and taken to the morgue, Jason Voorhees spontaneously revives, escapes the hospital, and stalks a group of friends renting a house in the countryside near Crystal Lake. The cast for this one included Ted White as Jason Voorhees, Corey Feldman as Tommy Jarvis, Kimberly Beck as Trish Jarvis, E. Eric Anderson as Rob Deere, Crispin Glover as Jimmy, Alan Hayes as Paul, Barbara Howard Howard as Sarah, Joan Freeman as Tracy Jarvis, Peter Barton as Doug Bill, Jody Aronison as Samantha Lane, Camilla and Corey Moore as Tina and Terry Moore, Lawrence Mon. Monosoon as Ted Cooper, Bred Malahar as Axel Burns, Lisa Freeman as Nurse Robert Robbie Morgan, and Bonnie Hellman as the Hitchhiker. This film was released on Friday the 13th, April 13th, 1984. With a budget of $1,800,000, the film made $32,600,000 at the box office. This was the last film in the series to pick up immediately where the previous one left off. Chronologically, parts 2, 3, and 4 take place over 5 days from Friday the 13th to Tuesday the 17th. During that time, Jason kills 34 people in total, but the total body count 
for this movie is 14. Uh, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, was released on March 22nd, 1985, and was directed by Danny Steinman. Still haunted by his past, Tommy Jarvis, who, as a child, killed Jason Voorhees, is sent to a secluded halfway house in the countryside where the killing of a young man triggers a brutal series of murders in the area. John Shepard plays Tommy Jarvis. Corey Feldman plays Tommy Jarvis, age 12. Melanie Kilman as Pam Roberts. Shavere Ross as Reggie the Reckless Winter. Dominic Brashi as Joey Burns. Richard Young as Dr. Matthew Letter. Marco St. John as Sheriff Cal Tucker. Juliet Cummings as Rob Brown, Robin Brown, excuse me. Carol Locatell as Ethel Hubbard. Vernon Washington as George Winter. John Robert Dixon as Eddie Kelso. Johnny Pavlon as Jake Patterson. William Caskey Swim as Duke Johnson. Mark Venetorini Vener- as Vic Fadden. Anthony Barlow as Vinnie Manilow. Tiffany Helms as Violet Moraine. Richard Lineback as Deputy Dodd. Susan Bateman as Nurse Yates. Bob Simone as Billy McCauley. Gerard Fields as Anita Robb. Rick Mancini as Mayor Cobb. Corey Parker as Pete Lin- Lindley. Rebecca Wood as... Lana Ardsley, Ron Sloan as Junior Hubbard, Debbie Sue Voorhees as Tina McCarthy, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as the Demon Win- as Damon Winter, Dick Wyand as Roy Burns, Tom Morgan as Jason Voorhees, Roy Burns unmasked, Todd Bryan as Neil Coke, Curtis Conaway as Les Lessened. Sony Shields as Raymond Joffrey, Eddie Matthews as Deputy 2, Clark Wells as Deputy 3, Kimberly Beck as Trish Jarvis, pictured in archive footage uncredited, and John Freeman as Tracy Jarvis, pictured and uncredited. Ted White, who also played Jason in Friday the 13th, the final chapter, stated in interviews that he was offered the opportunity to reprise the role in the sequel, but it turned, turned it down. White also said he regretted that decision. In the rest of the series, and during most of Part 5, the can be heard when the murderer is nearby. This is symbolic of Jason telling Mrs. Voorhees, Kill Mom, Kill. However, in the final scene, you can hear the chant, which is symbolic of Tommy's psyche telling him, Kill Tommy, Kill. This is the only the second film in the series in which Jason Voorhees is not the killer. The first actually being Friday the 13th Part 1 from 1980, which the killer was Mrs. Voorhees, Jason's mother. However, not including the dream sequences, this is actually the first and only film in the series where he isn't present. We do see a fleep flashback to Jason drowning in the original film. The body count for this movie was 19, not including the dream sequences. A new beginning in Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, 
1989, were tied for the highest body count of the series until Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. The final Friday. Passed, surpassed them both with 27 kills. The next one, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, was released on August 1st, 1986, and was directed by Tom McLaughlin. Tommy Jarvis exhumes Jason's Voorhees to cremate his corpse, and but inadvertently brings him back to life instead. The newly revived killer seeks revenge, and Tommy may be the only one that can stop him. When are these kids going to learn? Just leave the dude alone. C.J. Graham played Jason Voorhees. Tom Matthews played Tommy Jarvis. Jennifer Cook played Megan Garris. David Cragen as Sheriff Mike Garris. Carrie Noonan as Paula Mott. Renee Jones as Elizabeth Sissy Baker. Tom Freely as Carter Court Andrews. Darcy DeMoss as Nicola Nikki Parsley. Nancy McLaughlin as Lizbeth Mott. Tom Goldwine as Darian Robinson. Alan Blum Blumenfeld as Larry. Matthew Fison as Stan. Ann Ryerson as Katie. Ron Palilo as Alan Hawes. Vincent Gustafaro as Deputy Rick Colon. Michael Swan as Officer Pappas. Courtney Vickery as Nancy. Lindy Rydbeck as Ro uh, Whitney Rydbeck as Roy. Bob Larkin as Martin. Wallace Merrick as Bert. Roger Rose as Stephen Halivex. Cynthia Kiana as Annette Edwards. Michael Noben as Officer Thornton. Justin Nor Nowell as Billy. Tommy Noel as Tyne, and Doug Bradley, or Dan Bradley, I'm sorry, as Jason Voorhees uncredited. The first and only film in the series, including New Line Cinema's three Jason films and the 2009 reboot to feature, to feature absolutely no nudity, although there was one sex scene, reportedly, reportedly writer-director Tom McLaughlin had approached actress Darcy DeMoss about appearing topless in a sex scene. She refused, but admitted later she. But he admitted later he felt uncomfortable about suggesting such a thing. But he tried to appease his producers, who felt the hardcore audience had come to expect it. It is also the lowest earning film in the franchise, though these two factors very likely aren't connected. Actress Carrie Noonan later went on to audition a role for a film entitled Birthday Bash, in which serial killer, quote-unquote, Ethan, is against a girl with genetic powers. While auditioning, she asked the producers, Hey, is this Friday the 13th? I was already in one of these. She was correct. Birthday Bash was the fake working title for Friday Part 7, The New Blood. And Ethan was the Pussadine given to Jason in the scripts in order to protect the film from the press during production. The film made $19,472,057 with a budget of $3 million, making it the first time a Friday the 13th installment didn't gross over $20 million in beginning the general decline in the box office returns. The body count for this film was 18. 
Friday the Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. This is my personal favorite movie of the series. And it was released on May 13th, 1988. Which was... Thirty-four years ago, as the day of this recording, this was directed by John Carl Beekler. Jason Voorhees is accidentally freed from his watery prison by a telekinetic teenager. Now only she can stop him. The cast for this movie was Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees, Lar Park Lincoln as Tina Shepard, Kevin Blair as Nicholas Rogers, Susan Blue as Miss Amanda. Miss Amanda Amanda Shepard, Terry Kaiser as Dr. Cruz, Susan Jennifer Sullivan as Melissa Anthony Emerson Pure, John Renfeld as David Peabody, Elizabeth Katin as Robin Peterson, Jeff Bennett as Edward Kelso, Heidi Kozak as Sandra Casey, Dana Barrows as Madison Paulson, Larry Cox as Russell Bowen, Craig Thomas as Benjamin McNeil, Di- Diane Almeida as Catherine Patecki, William Butler as Michael, Stacy Greason as Jane McDowell, Deborah Kessler as Judith Williams, Michael Schrodner as Dan Carter. The film was originally intended to bring back to bring Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger together on screen for the first time. However, when Paramount Pitches, which held the rights to Friday the 13th series and New Line Cinema, which held the rights to the Nightmare on Elm Street series, couldn't agree behind the scenes, the script was rewritten to pit Jason up against the telekinetic Tina Shepard instead. In Kane Hodder's book, Unmasked, the true story of the world's most prolific cinematic killer, he notes that he one of his fondest memories of this set was the film's costume department making a making his mother a custom Jason's mom crew member's jacket, which he found very amusing. He says she would wear it during the whole final two decades up until her passing. He noted that it would be 90 degrees in Sparks, Nevada, his hometown, but she would still proudly wear it to the grocery store, hoping somebody would say something. In case they inquired, her purse was loaded with signed autographs that she could, that he would send to her that were left over from his convention appearances. He noted, at all times it got playfully embarrassing, but because it made her beam with pride, he, was all, he also oddly loved it and holds, holds on to it as a positive memory. I think that's great. That was so nice of them. The film set a record for the longest uninterrupted on-stream controlled burn in Hollywood history. To accomplish this effect, they used a rake apparatus to actually capture the ignition on film. In the moment, you're actually watching Kane Hodder, who is a burn victim, if you listen to the Kane Hodder episode, truly being set on fire, an effect which normally accomplished at the time via trick photography. Cotta Hodder stayed on fire for a record set in 40 seconds. Kane also did all his own stunts in this movie.
The body count for Friday the 13th, Part 7, 16. Necker actually just released a Friday the 13th, Part 7 figure, and I have to say it is amazing. The next movie, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, was released on July 28, 1989, and was directed by Rob Hedden. Cast included Kane Hodder returning as Jason Voorhees, Jensen Daggett as Rennie, Scott Reeves as Sean Robertson, Barbara Brigham as Colleen Van Dusen, Peter Mark Richmond as Charles McCullough, Martin Cummins as Wayne, Gordon Curry as Miles Wolf, Alex Dukin as Deckhand, B.C. Dupree as Julius, Seferin Henderson as J.J., Kelly Hugh as Evo Want-to-Be, Charlene Martin as Tamara Mason, and Warren Munson as Admiral Robertson. Rob Hedden originally wrote more to the movie to be set in New York. He had scenes written at Madison Square Garden, the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bridge, Statue of Liberty, and the Empire State Building. But Paramount told him the budget would not allow for him to spend that much time in New York, so he was forced to rewrite the film and spend more time on the cruise ship. Hedden says he agreed with fans who complains that not enough time was spent in New York, given the title. I mean, how does he take Manhattan if he's on a cruise ship 90% of the time? Just saying. According to an interview with Fangoria Magazine in August 1989, Kane Hodder vomited on cue in the final scene after drinking several pitches of water. That was not a special effect. At 100 minutes, this is the longest running time of the Friday the 13th films. The film grossed $14,343,976 and had a budget of $5 million. At the time, it was the lowest grossing film of the series, which led Paramount selling off the series to New Line Cinema. The body count for this movie is 20. The next film, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, was released on August 13, 1993, and was directed by Adam Marcus. Serial killer Jason Voorhees' supernatural origins are revealed. The cast for Jason Goes to Hell, Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees in an FBI guide, FBI guide. John D. LeMay as Stephen Freeman, Carrie Keegan as Jessica Kimball, Stephen Williams as Cretan Duke, Allison Smith as Vicki Saunders, Aaron Gray as Diana Kimball, Stephen Culp as Robert Campbell, Rusty Schwimmer as Joey B, Leslie Jordan as Shelby B, Billy Green Bush as Sheriff Landis, Andrew Blotch as Deputy Josh, Pages keep getting stuck together. Kip Marcus as Randy Parker. Richard Gant as Phil the Coroner. Adam Craner as Ward. Julie Michaels as Elizabeth Marcus. James Gleason as Agent Abernathy. Dean Laurie as Eric Pope. Adam Marcus as Officer Bish. Mark Thompson as Officer Mark. Brian Phelps as Officer Brian. Blake Conway as Officer Andel, Madeline Curtis as Officer Ryan, Paul Devine as Paul, 
Michelle Clunny as Deborah, Michael B. Silver as Luke, Catherine Atwood as Alexis, Jonathan Perner as David, Brooke Shear as Stephanie Kimball. This was uh, New Line Cinema's first Jason film. Jason, the Jason's heart that was used in the movie was also used in From Dust Till Dawn in 1996 as Monkey Man's Heart. One early concept for this movie was Jason Goes to L.A., in which two rival gangs would be fighting when Jason would show up and start murdering the rival, rival gangs would band together to defeat Jason. In addition to his roles as Jason and the security guard, Kane Hodder also played Freddy Krueger's arm in the final scene, which technically makes him the only actor to play both Jason and Freddy. The reason that this film is titled Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday instead of Friday the 13th Part 9 or something similar sim similar to that is New Line did not have the rights to the name Friday the 13th. The second of the two Friday the 13th movies that feature Jason in which he doesn't use a machete to kill anyone, the other being Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, it grossed $15.9 an improvement from Friday Part 8. Yeah, uh, an improvement over Friday Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, $14.3 million in 1989. This made it the second lowest grossing Friday movie to that point, although $5.9 million was enough to be the highest grossing horror film of 1993. The original title of the movie was Friday the 13th Part 9, The Dark Heart of Jason Voorhees. The kill count, 24, including Jason being killed twice. Jason X was released on April, 6, April 26, 2002 and was directed by James Isaac and written by Todd Farmer. Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees' Uber Jason. Lexa Doog as Ron LaFontaine. Lisa Ryder as KM14, Chuck Campbell as Tusseron Payton, Melissa Aid as Janessa Zachary, Peter Mensa as Sergeant Elijah Brodsky, Melody Johnson as Kiera Kinsa Cooper, Derwan Jordan as Waylander, Jonathan Potts as Professor Brandon Lowe, Philip Williams as Trevor Crutchfield, also known as Crutch. Dove Teifenbach as Azriel Ben-Ruby. Christy Agnes as Andrea Thomas. Dylan Burke as Private Briggs. Amanda Bruegel as Private Gecko. Yanni Gelman as Stoney. Todd Farmer as Private Dallas. Thomas Sanuk as Private Seven. Steve... LeShrew as Private Condor, David Cronenberg as Dr. Aloysius Wimmer, Robert Silverman as Dieter Perez, Marcus Perello as Sergeant Marcus, Boyd Banks as Louis Goddard, a.k.a. Fat Lou. While this film is a critical and financial failure in its initial release in theaters, it made more than triple the cost of production in DVD and post-theater seals. Statistically, this is one of the most successful Friday the 13th films. 
The virtual 80s simulation included in the third act as a distraction for Jason was originally meant to be much more detailed, including a number of topless women playing volleyball. Even one idea included an appearance of Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mother, and even went so far to have Jason attack her, showing the extent of just how evil he had become. The latter was regretfully dropped when Betsy Palmer turned down the role. This is the first film in the Friday the 13th series to rely on digital effects for gore and death shots. The kill count, Jason murders 28 people more than any other Friday the 13th movies. Kinsa and Waylander are the only characters in the film he doesn't directly or indirectly kill. The former instead dies when she tries to abandon the rest of the survivors on an escape shuttle, but forgets to detach from the Grendel and accidentally crashes it, exploding the shuttle. The latter later dies when he blows himself up to try and kill Jason. This film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. The next movie in the series, Freddy vs. Jason, with a release date of August 15, 2003 and was directed by Ronnie Yu. Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorize the teenagers of Elm Street, only this time they're out to get each other too. Uh, Robert Englund played Freddy Krueger, Jason Kersner as Jason Voorhees, Spencer Stump as young Jason Voorhees, Monica Kenna as Laurie Campbell, Jason Ritter as Will Rollins, Kelly Rowland as Kia Watterson, Chris Marquette as Charlie Linderman, Lachlan Monroe as Deputy, Sco- Deputy Scott Stubbs, Catherine Isabel as Gib Smith, Brendan Fletcher as Mark Davis, Zach Ward as Bobby Davis, Mark's older brother, Kyle Labine as Bill Friedberg, Chris Guthier as Shaq, David Coop as Blake, Jesse Hutch as Trey Cooper, Tom Butler as Dr. Campbell, Gary Chalk as Sheriff William, and and Paula Shaw as Pamela Voorhees. The final fi- this is the final film in which Robert England plays the role of Freddy Krueger. <coughs> Rob Zombie was offered to direct, but turned it down to work on his pet project, House of a Thousand Corpses, from 2003. Following its release, Monica Kina and Catherine Isabella had some rather choice words about the film, with Kina in particular saying she thought the screenplay was terrible, and she only really signed on for the money in to raise her profile. Isabel's problems were mostly due to the fact she didn't get along with Ronnie Yu, who tried to force her to do a nude scene, even though she specifically requested a no-nudity clause when she signed on to the film. Not counting the flashbacks, Freddy only kills one person in this film. The $25 million budget was the highest of any of the Friday series. Chronologically, the film is set after the events of Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare from 91 and Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday from 1993, but before Jason X in 2001, which was released beforehand as this movie spent so long in development hell. According to director Ronnie Yu, the special effects team used 300 gallons of fake blood for this movie. Body count 24. Oh, the body count was 24. New Line Cinema first attempted to make this film several times in the late 80s when it tried to team up with Paramount Pictures, but there was never an agreement made. Another fact about this movie, Kane Harder was given a script and 
you know, thought he had the role as Jason, because who else had played Jason Moore? But then when he didn't hear back for weeks, they said, he called and they said, you know, they've already cast somebody as Jason that's played Jason before. So he was kind of confused as to who it was. But when they're in the insane asylum and the patients are getting their medication, the TV in the background is showing a scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 and Leatherface is on the TV. That was actually a scene in which Kane Hodder played Leatherface. So technically, Kane Hodder does have an appearance in Freddy vs. Jason. And the last film of the series, which was titled Friday the 13th, which was a remake, was released on February 13, 2009 and directed by Marcus Nispel. A group of young adults visit a boarded-up campsite near Crystal Lake <coughs> where they soon encounter the mysterious Jason Voorhees and his deadly intentions. The cast, Jared Padalecki as Clay Miller, Daniel Panabaker as Jenna, Amanda Riddia as Whitney Miller, Travis Von Wrinkle as Trent, Aaron Yu as Chewy, Derek Mears as Jason Voorhees, Caleb Gus as young Jason Voorhees, Jonathan Sadowski as Wade, Juliana Gill as Bree, Ben, Philman, ben Feldman as Richie, Arlene Escapada as Lawrence, Ryan Hansen as Nolan, Willa Ford as Chelsea, Nick Manel as Mike, America Olivio as Amanda, Kyle Davis as Donnie, Richard, Ber Richard Berge as Sheriff Bracky, Nana Visitor as Pamela Voorhees, and Kathleen Garrett as the voice of Pamela Voorhees. The Some facts about the remake of Friday the 13th. The title card of the movie isn't displayed until the end of the opening segment, nearly 25 minutes into the film, which is one of the longest prolongs for a horror movie ever. In the movie, Jason wears both the legendary hockey mask and the burlap sack, although neither of those appeared in the original Friday the 13th from 1980. The burlap sack was... The first mask worn by Jason in Friday the 13th Part 2 and the hockey mask didn't appear until the final th third of Friday the 13th Part 3. Actress Willa Ford was given 10 days to learn how to wakeboard for her role. She said wakeboarding itself wasn't as nerve-wracking as it was having to do it topless. The body count was 14, 13 of which were killed by Jason. The film setting in New Jersey is a homage to the original film being filmed in New Jersey. Some other facts about the Friday the 13th franchise. Um, Kane Hodder is the only person to play Jason more than once and was very upset that he had lost the role in Freddy vs. Jason, as I said, but it wasn't until he found a new horror character to fall in love with, Victor Crowley. The films have grossed over $468 million at the box office worldwide. It was the highest grossing horror franchise in the world until Halloween 2018 was released, putting the Halloween franchise in the top spot. So that covers all the movies, 12 of them, <clears throat> from the Friday the 13th series. 
Um, it's an iconic series. I remember seeing them as a kid growing up. You know, you hear the campfire stories about Jason coming to the campsites and killing you. Um, my favorite of the series is Part 7, which I would give 4 out of 5 mugs. That's my rating for this week. Um, if I was to rate them, I would go 7, 8, Remake, Freddy vs. Jason, 2, 3, Six, five, X, and whatever else I missed after that. I should have done that beforehand. Um, my movie pick of the week. Um, I'm going to go with... Let's go with The Haunted World of El Superbisto, directed by Rob Zombie. Um, it is a cartoon. It's a very uh, graphic cartoon. <laughs> you know, very adult cartoon, I guess it would be. Um, it's about a... Mexican wrestler El Superbisto and his sister Susie X as they fight off Satan. There's nods to all of Rob Zombie's movies in there. Captain Spaulding, Otis Driftwood, Michael Myers, uh, the werewolf woman of the SS from the Grindhouse trailer. Uh, definitely check out The Haunted World of El Superbisto. So I think that's it. I think I'm going to close up the bar. Um, thank you for listening. You can follow us. Stay up to date with the podcast at the movie bar pod on Twitter and at the movie bar, bar podcast on Instagram and, and at the movie bar podcast on Facebook. Get the official movie bar t-shirts at www.bonfire.com slash store slash movie dash bar dash podcast. Um, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you find podcasts. Please leave a rating, a five-star rating if you enjoy these. Leave us comments. Let us know what we can work on. I know it's kind of a crappy situation. I'm by myself. If you're in the Massachusetts area, closer to Boston, Foxborough, hit us up if you want to come talk movies. We'll set a time. Come be a special guest. Uh, or you can email us at themoviebar at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Happy Friday the 13th. Ch -ch 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 -ch.